Let's be radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Hello, 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 and welcome everyone to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Thankfully, my name is Ranchelle and I'm on my own show today. Woohoo! It's all great. Um, great to have you here on Inspired Choices Network. Whether you're listening live and you're here with me live or you're listening afterwards, it's absolutely fantastic to be with you. Super excited about today's show. How do you spot your own blind spot? I mean, <laughs> we were having a conversation, the producer and I were having a conversation earlier, like, was it really a blind spot if you can see it? If you can, you know, if you check it out, you know what it is. And so this is kind of the mind insert really bad word about a blind spot. And I'm really excited to share with you some of my insight. Why do I have insight? Because I've done it. Been there, done that, still sometimes experience it. Um, lots of times when you're uh, messaging me and you're letting, letting me know about the show and how you can relate some of the things here are like, oh, you know, you just sound like, you, you know, I resonate with you and you really sound like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's because I've lived it. I'm speaking from experience. I don't make this shit up. Let me tell you. So how do you spot your own uh, owns blind, pot, blind spot? So one of the most extraordinary things about being in a personal development journey is the actual journey itself. It can read like a romance novel, a suspense novel, or a down-on-your-luck heart-wrenching novel, and you never know what you'll experience. What is for certain? Change is the only constant in our lives. Um, If you're open to receiving messages from your divine self, you will. Clarity is essential. And blind spots actually are part of the process. And I'm really excited that you are joining me here again today. I am uh, an entrepreneurial success coach. I added to my repertoire of things um, this week. I'm also a metaphysical mentor. Yes, I am owning that. I am a metaphysical mentor. I am combining and have combined in in my businesses all along both the spirituality, strategy, and a little bit of science. And so it's lots of fun to be sharing that journey with all of you. I absolutely love working with business owners, CEOs, and entrepreneurs who uh, have a desire to be more successful in their industry. The common theme that I hear from my clients is I want to have more. And they feel a little bit guilty about wanting more, but I want more. I want more money. I want more time. I want more fun. I want more love. More, 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 more. And I also hear, I want more, and where the heck am I going to find the time for more? So time really seems to be one of those things that all of us experience, right? I'm sure you've heard this before. There's only 24 hours in a day, right? Seven days a week kind of thing. And what are you going to do with that? And lots of times my clients have done certain things around time management. Shocker, it has nothing to do with managing your time. Um, And so what if you could have that life where you received more? And you didn't have to sacrifice more of your time with your family or more of the things that you love to do. You didn't have to sacrifice your health and wellness. Wouldn't that be something? And you could do it all, have it all, and be it all. Perhaps you can relate 
to what my clients and I have experienced where we wanted this thing and it almost seemed impossible because of the time, the money and those things. I love what I do. And, uh, you know, really, I think if you get down to like the nuts and bolts of what I do, I'm a guide and helping my clients confront their fears and their limiting beliefs to move towards something called self-empowerment. You know, I think sometimes that word has been overused. I mean, certainly I've heard it the last, probably more so the last four years and a lot of poo-pooing in the, in my world of coaches were like, oh, that word, you know, been there, done that. It's kind of like the law of attraction when people tell me, oh, been there, done that. And it's a law, right? It's a universal law and self-empowerment is part of that. And for me, what I think for my definition and how I uh, help my clients is seeing it that you stop looking outside of yourself for validation. You go internally and you uh, know that you have everything that you need within you, that there are no mistakes. Ah, I know there's no right or wrong, bad or good. That can be a little bit of a mind thing um, to wrap your head around. And what if you could actually create a life and imagine a life. And so often I'll say to my clients, imagine a life that you've created where you're living, right? You're living a life as a priority and your business is, or your profession, it's a vehicle to the life that you want. And imagine a life that's full of ease and flow. Wouldn't that be cool? Now that doesn't mean it's problem-free. That's not it. But when you're experiencing what you don't want, you can also look at what you do want and you can create the isness. You can experience the isness of the thing. You can let go of the right or wrong, the bad or good. And imagine a life uh, where your relationship with yourself is a priority and you move into self-love and you let go of the idea that it's uh, you're being self-centered. And imagine a life of prosperity and abundance without having to sacrifice your health and relationship. I'm passionate about this. And so everything that I share here and the people that I bring on, you know, have this element of what a life that you want to design something more than likely a little bit different than what you're experiencing. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think most importantly is the reminder that there's nothing wrong with you. You're not out of alignment, right? There's nothing wrong with you. There's no right way to do this. There's no wrong way to do this. There is a plethora of information on, uh, on how we can move from where we are to where we want to go. And so my philosophy is combining, you know, as I said earlier, is combining science and spirituality and strategy. And today's show is no different. So thank you for joining me. Today's show is about the blind spot. I love that word. And the first time I heard it was from my mentor. Um, and he was talking about blind spots. And I thought that is just so awesome. Because for me, often I didn't know I was in um, facing a blind spot or in a blind spot until afterwards. And then it was like, how did I not see this? Right. And I'm slamming my, my desk for effect. How did I not see this? How did I not? Well, how was I not in awareness that this was happening, you know, uh, and these things were going on and that's a blind spot. So how do you actually um, spot a blind spot? So let's, you know, as per usual, uh, as per Ramshell, let's dive in and let's dive in deep. So the first awareness, I guess the first um, piece of spotting the blind spot is think about your life and think about the problems or challenges that you're experiencing right now. 
and think about, have you experienced this before? Is this a typical theme in your life? Um, is this something that is not brand new? It might look a bit different. Maybe it feels a bit different, but there is a theme running around. The theme could be around money. The theme could be around relationships and love. The theme could be around career. The theme could be around your health. But we do, we live, um, we live in a theme for sure, right? And so what happens in this theme, uh, we are experiencing it. I call it my Groundhog Day. What kind of Groundhog Days are you experiencing? If you've been in my show, you've heard me talk about this before. So that's really what a, what a blind spot looks like, right? And so the first thing to do is, is to be in awareness of what it is and be honest with yourself, right? So for example, one of my blind spots is uh, my health, right? It, my health can go up and down, right? I, there's some point in life that I'm really healthy and there's some points in my life where I'm experiencing some sort of health challenge. And so I'm experiencing a health challenge because there's a belief behind what's going on. Now, that's why you take a moment and pause for a minute because there's a whole theory, a whole school of creating and manifesting um, the, the disease, for example. So it's just sharing a little bit about, you know, um, I have an immune challenge right now. So there's some school of thought that is that I caused the immune challenge by the way that I was thinking, meaning I have a belief. Um, so let's say not value or not worthiness. And it was this belief that caused this thing. So I understand where that school of thought comes from, right? But I want to dig a little bit deeper into that because a lot of times what happens is then we feel we're at fault, right? It's my fault. I did something wrong. I had the wrong thinking and therefore I have this immune challenge. I want to show a, a different way to look at it. So I have an immune challenge. This is what I'm facing right now. I don't even say it's the truth, right? I don't like owning stuff like that. So it's like, my body currently is presenting itself with an immune challenge. The underlying theme of that, though, isn't really about what thoughts in the sense of, I don't, I, I had concerns about value and worthiness, and there's truth to that. So, right, so there's, that's not a lie. Um, but more importantly, if I have these um, limiting beliefs around my value and my worthiness, I make different choices. So is it the thoughts that I had around the value and the worthiness? Is that what caused said immune challenge? Or is it that I didn't see the value and worthiness? And so I made decisions about my health and wellness and sacrificed said health and wellness to do something else, to build a business, to build a relationship, whatever that might be. Now, I'm not saying the one way of thinking is wrong. I'm just saying it's a different way to look at it, right? When you, when you um, come from the perspective of, I need to hustle and grind. So the limiting belief, I have to work hard 
in order to be successful entails hustle and grind. It means things like, oh, it's four o'clock and uh, I own a business and I have a whole bunch of stuff to do because I own a business and I'm supposed to go for a walk. Well, if I'm hustling and grinding, guess what decision I'm going to make? Guess what choice I'm going to make? It's usually not the walk, right? It's like, I need to get this finished because, and then insert whatever story I'm telling myself at that moment. So is it the fact that I struggled with value and struggled with worthiness? And sometimes that insidious belief still shows up. Or is it that I got into the habit of putting my business first, the energy of my business first, and decided to sacrifice my health and wellness by eating foods from a box, um, which are full of preservatives, which aren't good for my health, or not having movement, right, or not drinking enough water, or not taking the time to take supplements, because we don't necessarily get what we need from, um, from our foods. So some of us who are immune challenged need more vitamin D, more vitamin C, uh, more zinc, uh, and a, a couple other, you know, key pieces. I, and, I, there, and, the tr- and the truth is, I don't know, is it the thoughts that cause that, meaning the value piece, or is it I didn't take care of my health and wellness, and that led to a further deterioration of my health? Does it, and it doesn't really matter. Does it really matter what that is? Now, a blind spot, right? I'm sharing this story because a blind spot is your groundhog day, right? So a groundhog day for me has been around my health related to my business, putting my business first because I'm hustling and grinding, wanting to make sure that I did things right, fast, correct. All of those perfectionism traits that I've had in the past, I sometimes still carry forward. Something that I have to really spend time um, uh, being in awareness of. So the blind spot you have, you've more than likely had this experience somewhere before, right? My first experience of this was in 2007 or eight when I had all the Curves franchises. I was truly hustling and grinding there. Now I don't feel like I'm hustling and grinding. I love what I do. I work, I work different hours than what I used to. I have no, nothing or no one to prove my value or worthiness. And yet still I get caught in that groundhog day, the loop of choosing to uh, exercise, choosing to, you know, to meditation, breath work, or choosing to go to work at 5 a.m. It's a choice. And each one of those choices has consequences. So what decisions are you making? What choices are you making that are accentuating your groundhog day, right? Our life is full of choices every single day. And so the, the, the decisions that you make, because there's no have tos, there's no, there's no shouldas, there's no have tos or shouldas, it's a decision. You want an outcome and you make a decision, right? And the challenge, so specifically with health is if you don't have your health, you really won't have a business or a profession because we have one body, (laughs) 
we can't like oh I'm just going to go to the grocery store and buy a new body because I didn't take advantage I didn't take I didn't take care of this one I mean really right <laughs> so it's 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 those pieces right so think about your blind spot what is it is it money is it relationship is it health and wellness is it uh, something that I haven't that I haven't mentioned right and what thoughts do you have that are connected? Right. So we're going to go into our first break. And then when we get back, I'm going to share with you why you do that. Because I think you understanding the why is really important. I appreciate you being here with me today. My name is Ranchel. And, and uh, thank you for being here on Inspired Choices Network. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach, Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Ranchell, and you are here with Ignite Your Success with Ranchell and on Inspired Choices Network. I uh, would love to have you in the audience. So if you're someplace where you can actually come and join us in the chat room, that'd be fantastic. It'd be great to have you here. Uh, before we went to break, I was talking about blind spot and having that groundhog day. And one of the ways you can spot your own blind spot is to look at the experiences you're having in your life, to look at your groundhog days, to look at the theme that keeps on coming up over and over again. And then asking yourself, there is a, there's a commonality with it. And what is that? Um, I don't always recommend, uh, very rarely actually, do I recommend asking yourself the question why. And the reason I do that is when you ask yourself why, because your brain is so powerful, it's like a massive uh, search engine, a massive Google. And you're going to Google, why do I always, and then dot, 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 and then uh, watch your wheel spin, watch, like, watch Google, your brain come up with all the reasons why you do the things that you do. It's typically because the answer is, you know, a very nice way, but the answer is, oh, because you suck, right? And so instead of asking yourself why, there are other ways, um, other questions you can ask yourself. So when you're thinking about the scene that you have in your life, 
there's, there is a belief. There is a belief behind why you do things. There's a belief behind every single action that you take. Now, we often just forget about the belief and we think, oh, I have a thought. And that thought's going to lead to like some sort of emotional or, or some sort of feeling. And then we take an, an action, which can be an action. Procrastination is is an actual action, right? Um, it, the action might be something of some sort of self-sabotage. There's a result. And that result actually leads to this connection of the limiting belief or belief. So it doesn't have to be a limiting belief. So whenever you have a thought or um, and a, and a connected feeling, a connected emotion, I want you just to be in awareness, even I guess an understanding that that is connected to some sort of belief. So if you're limiting, if you have a limiting belief, so for example, a very common uh, one that we have is you must work hard for success. You must hustle and grind. You must sacrifice for success. And that limiting belief. Now, for me, it's a limiting belief. It might not feel like a limiting belief for you. And here's what's most important. You. <laughs> In this equation, you're the most important thing. It really doesn't matter what I think. And it really doesn't matter what my beliefs are. If you're listening, what's important is your belief. For me, working hard and sacrificing is a limiting belief. And, and it's attached to this um, belief also of unworthiness. It's attached to a belief of not having value. And it's attached to a whole set of values and paradigms around that. So what's important of, but for, uh, for me, what's important for you is to acknowledge what belief you might be carrying around with you, because that really is leading the way in the decisions that you make. So your Groundhog Days would be based in, and this is both, you can have a positive Groundhog Day, meaning abundance and prosperity is surrounded by you and everything you touch is like the Midas touch and everything you touch is gold. There's, there's beliefs around that as well. So again, it goes, yes, for limiting beliefs, but also goes for empowering, empowered beliefs. So this Groundhog Day theme is so important for you to, to look at. And again, it's attached to belief, a thought, an emotion, some sort of action, could be inaction, and a result. What's most important, I think, to share with you today about this is... Um, when you understand that, so that's kind of the why this is happening, when you have an awareness of it, when you understand it, and you're, and you go to look at your behavior, you go to look at the action, you can go, well, isn't that interesting? I, uh, for example, I make a commitment to make changes to my health, and I don't follow through. Have you ever done that? Where, especially I find, I found this when I on the curves, 
you know, someone makes a commitment to be on a, I'll use the D word, be on a diet on Monday and by Friday, that's out the window. And then they're like, oh, I'll start tomorrow. And then that's the weekend. Oh, the kids have this. I got to do this. Look at this. I'll start Monday. So they start Monday. They're committed. They do it Monday. They do it Tuesday. And then they forget about their bridge club on Wednesday. While they can say no to the hostess who's serving sandwiches, even though they may not be eating sandwiches at the time or serving wine or chocolate cake. I don't want to insult the host belief. So I'm going to take this action. I'm going to eat the things that aren't on my program right? And I'm going to self-sabotage what I'm doing. And then the results are like, see, you totally suck. You can't stay in a diet. So this is the Groundhog Day. This is that experience of that, of that Groundhog Day. Right? So the second um, awareness I would like you to, to consider, how do you spot a blind spot? The second one is things that offend you. When you're offended, when someone says something about you, in particular you, or about somebody, and you're offended. So I just want you to take a moment and think about when has someone said something to you and you thought, oh, I'm offended by that, or mm, I find that offensive. This is important because it really is part of your blind spot. You have something happening within you it could be an expectation of some of someone and how they should behave. It could be a belief or value that you um, have that you hold as an important value. And you uh, base your decisions about whether something's offensive to you or not based on your value, based on your experiences, based on your beliefs. Now, this isn't wrong either. I'm just show sharing with you that when you're offended, take note and go, ooh, I'm offended. What about that am I offended? Notice how I didn't say why. What about that do I find um, offensive? This is really important, and here's why. Typically, when you're offended by something, right, it's, um, it can trigger you, and within that trigger, there's gold right? Let me give you an example. And I'll use something, um, you know, from a personal, uh, from a personal perspective, right? If someone um, would have, uh, and I say would have, because it wouldn't offend me now. <laughs> if someone would have questioned my intelligence when I was in my 20s, I would have been offended. And the reason I would have been offended is I had a belief that I wasn't smart enough. I had a belief that I wasn't intelligent. I struggled a little bit in school. I, you know, my mom, my friends did really well in school. I did okay if I studied a lot, but I had to study a lot to even do okay. And so I had this belief of not being smart enough. This belief of not being smart enough was attached to a belief of I'm not, and then insert a word, enough. So you could remove the word smart. I just felt, I believe that I wasn't enough. Now, it doesn't matter why, right? Um, why I felt that way. I did. And so because I had this belief that I wasn't enough, because I had this fear of being unlovable, this wound of being abandoned, a fear, I guess, a fear of being abandoned, a wound of being unlovable. 
if someone would have questioned my intelligence, if someone would have called me stupid, right? If someone would have, have, have done any of those things, I would have been offended. Now, someone can call me stupid now and I would be like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, because I know I'm not. I know I'm intelligent. I know I'm creative. I know I have value and I know I'm worthy. I don't go around talking about this. I know my value. And so, you know, you have to do this because then if you say that, you actually don't know your value. If you have to remind people, ooh, that might trigger you. And I'll talk about that in a moment. If you you have to remind somebody of your value and worthiness, then you are questioning your value and worthiness. That's a writer downer. If you are offended by someone or if you have to, to, I'm, I'm going to show you, or I'm going to share with you how valuable I am. You're questioning your own value and you're questioning your own worthiness because you don't need to make that statement if you don't question it. So if someone that now said to me, like I'm using myself as an example, someone now said to me that I was stupid, right? I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Right now, because I, because I know that I'm not now, here's the other piece to this. Someone could call me, um, I'm going to swear. So just for those of you who, so if someone was going to call me a bitch, whether it was before or whether it was after you're such a bitch, Ranchel, I would, that would not have offended me either because you know what I can be. And I've known that for a very long time. The, the shadow self of myself, the shadow side of myself, she can be a little ornery. She, she's, she's not even a little bitch. She's a big bitch, right? And so that would not offend me. So see the difference? I might've been offended. I wouldn't be now. I might've been offended by calling, calling me stupid because I really felt like I wasn't smart enough. At that time, I knew that I could be a bitch. There were circumstances around it, but it would not offend me if someone then or now would call me a bitch because I'd be like, yeah, yeah they might have actually experienced experienced me in that capacity. Right? So this is the difference. So a blind spot can be when you're offended, right? It offends your senses. It offends your values. It offends whatever it is. Just take take a moment and go, what kinds of things when people call me names or when people do other things to other people, why am I, or what, what about it offends? See, I even went back to why. What about that is offensive to me? That's so very, very important. All right. So let's move into our second break. I'm going to talk a little bit more about, um, about that. Again, thank you so much for joining me here on Ignite Your Success uh, with Ranchal here at Inspired Choices Network. Join us live, and I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific.
How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Hello and welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm so excited to have you with me. Uh, before we went to break, you know, we talked a little about, about two ways to uh, be in awareness if you have a blind spot. One of them is if you're experiencing a groundhog day, you know, the thing that keeps on showing up in your life. And the second one is if you're offended. You know, what's, I think is, is um, one of the things I love about what I do is combining, as I said earlier, the strategy, combining spirituality and science so that you have a holistic look at the way that your life is, the way that your, that your business is. And so if you've tried a lot of strategy in the past, if you've tried everything that you can possibly think of, and you're still not where you want to be, I'm going to encourage you to connect with me. I'm really easy to find on social media. You really just need to Google my name, Ranchelle Van Bryce, and you'll find me on the, the, your regular social channels, right? Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, the Facebook, as it used to be called when it first started. Uh, or of course, you can email me at rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. So the last component, last piece of the blind spot that I want to share with you, it kind of ties everything um, together, is if you're triggered. So when someone triggers you, now a trigger is different, but part of being offended, right? So I can be offended at something, you can be offended at something, and still um, be like, eh, whatever. I find it offensive, but whatever. Uh, a trigger is when you're triggered and you uh, move into some sort of reaction. You can react when you're offended. But for me, I guess how I look at it and, and the experiences that I share with my clients is a trigger is something that is there's this explosive reaction to it, right? And a trigger, again, um, is an opportunity for you to look at because someone is mirroring back to you something about yourself that you don't like, that you have a core wound around or a core fear around. And the opportunity you have is to look at that and go, not why am I triggered, but what about this is triggering me? I'm going to give you a not so proud moment of my life to, to distinguish the difference between having someone who oh, excuse me, has, offend, has offended, I, I shared the whole 
right? Someone could call me stupid years ago. I would be offended and hurt because there was a part of me that believed that, right? And what I would refer to as, uh, as a trigger. And it's, you know, in complete transparency, it's, it's like a very humbling story and uh, of mine. And it's, uh, I think, a great <laughs> display of being triggered and being reactive. So I'm a huge fan of holistic health. And I have had uh, energy workers and natural paths in my life way before it was cool to do so. So I've lived in the world of woohoo since I was about 21 years old. And I'm 53, I think, this year. So a very long time that has been my world. And I typically, when I'm experiencing something of a health challenge, I typically don't go to a regular medical doctor. I'm grateful for all of you doctors out there. My mom's had two open heart surgeries. So thank you. Because she would not be alive today without you. Incomplete awareness of that. I feel called and compelled to go to holistic practitioners. Right? So throughout different times of my life, I'm on different supplements in order to help with the different health challenges that I've had. Because I have had different health challenges. Some um, three or four of them, I no longer have, right? I've worked through them at an energy level. I've worked through them through a holistic and I've combined both doctors, they're important, and my holistic way, my energetic ways, my naturopathic using uh, vitamins and supplements. This has been going on for a very long time. My parents are way, lean way more into uh, the Western world of medical doctors. And unless a doctor tells you so, it's not, it's not the truth. It doesn't happen. This has been a source of contention in our relationship, right? So I'm not offended by their opinion, but I certainly get triggered by their opinion. Because I've had to work through different aspects with them. So when I say, um, I have this immune challenge. The first thing that my parents say, is that diagnosed by Dr. Ranchell or diagnosed by your woohoo people? I'm offended, but not triggered, right? It's so, so, and these are, these are important words. So that would be offensive to me. I'd be like, eh, whatever, right? It's not, I'm not triggered into any reaction other than knowing that I'm offended, <laughs> right? A trigger is someone's mirroring back to me something happens. So about two, three years ago, um, there was a whole bunch of supplements in my, in the cupboard of where I live currently with my partner, Rob, and we were having an argument and he brought into our, our, our argument, a conversation that my parents and I had about my health and wellness and how I don't look at the doctors and I go this way. And Rob referred to my actions as having an addiction. Now, my family is full of addiction, um, addicts and, and, and addictions. And that triggered me. And I was so, I wasn't offended, PO'd that I, and this is where I'm like, this is my not so proud Ranshaw moment and humbly sharing it with you. I took the bottles of supplements and threw them at him in the kitchen he's dodging the bottles, right? So, I mean, now I can laugh at it. I couldn't laugh at it for the longest time. So my parents in their wisdom um, and, and their belief system 
I could work through, but I wanted Rob to, so I had this belief, have my back, not question me, listen to me, um, not, not have a difference of opinion than me. And he was mirroring back to me that I don't always behave that way with people. I don't always have my people's back. Or I, at that time, I can be really judgy about people who lean into the medical system like Rob and my parents. So it triggered me because it was my mirror of how I judge others. And that's why it was a trigger. And that's why I did not respond. I reacted. So the difference for me, I think, and what I see and observe in the world is when someone's offended, they can still respond. If it triggers them, it's a mirror, then they react. So it could be a combination of the, right, of the offensiveness and the trigger in one final, like in, in that moment of time, or it could be one or the other. So any interaction you have with people, if you're upset, I'll use that word, offended even, but upset, and you feel like reacting, just take a moment and pause and ask yourself, what is it in me that they are mirroring back to me? What dark side of myself, what shadow self should I be looking at and observing? What possible changes in attitude, in behavior, in beliefs may I might necessarily need in order to move through this blind spot? Because it's a blind spot, right? Your opinion, like your judgment is a blind spot. So my judgment was a blind spot. If I, if, if I get too narrow focused in my judgment and I look at things like this and there's only one way to look at it, that's really narrow-minded. It's really narrow-minded. But if I look at it from, well, that's really interesting, I'm totally being, you know, triggered by this. This is a great opportunity for me to look at the mirror of this now you can look at the mirror and go, whew, that didn't offend me. I didn't trigger me in the sense of it way it triggered me before. And I'm responding versus reacting. The mirror is always there. What qualities do people in your life that, that people have that irritate you? That's a trigger, right? Oh, it just drives me crazy when they blah, blah, blah. Man, look at yourself. Chances are you're doing it or you've done it. And it's just this like, hey, shining the light. I call it the, I talk called the moments of shining the light of truth, like truth, the capital T on it. It's such an empowering place to, to be because what happens is you change your language from, oh, that person made me so mad. No, they didn't make you mad hold a gun to your head. You must be mad. No, you have a choice. It's a decision. Now I get it doesn't always feel that way. I, I understand. 
It's always a decision and decisions. You might have choices and all choices might feel like they suck. Right? It's not like, oh, this is a great choice and this isn't. It's like, no, this choice sucks and this choice sucks and this choice sucks. And yet it's a choice. This is the greatest thing about being a human, uh, being the species of a human being, is that every action you take is a decision you made. That's why there's no such thing as I should have, I must. I have to. That's a bullshit storyline you're telling yourself to keep you limited. Stop saying those words. That's not true. That's bullshit. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. True story. But I, oh no. Yeah, no. Stop it. Stop it. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. Are there consequences to that? Yeah. But and it doesn't have to be bad consequences or good consequences because remember, there's no such thing as good or bad. But there are, you make a decision, you make a choice, right? There, there are consequences. And if you're saying, uh, I have to do this, I must do this, you're behaving like a victim. That's victim mentality. Be more victorious. I chose to do this. I decided to make this decision. I decided to make this choice. And then that's more empowering, right? Ooh, I decided, I decided to throw all of those pill bottles at Rob's head, <laughs> right? There was nothing that was possessing me other than I was truly, truly angry with him. And I wanted him to take it back because he triggered something in me that I hadn't quite dealt with, which is a core wound and a core fear from my childhood, which is I want my mommy and daddy to approve of me. That's what that was about. It had nothing to do with my bow rub and everything to do with, I want my mom and dad to love me unconditionally. And I don't feel loved unconditionally by my parents because if they loved me unconditionally, they would clap their hands that I decided not to go the route of the right. And I, I decided to choose the mystical realm instead. It's all bullshit anyhow, but meaning that, unconditional love has nothing to do with that but that's how I felt and and that's what he triggered in me nothing to do with with Rob he didn't make me do anything I know that's kind of like kind of this thing so the last one is trigger the last one is trigger uh, again, I want to thank you so much for joining me. This is one of my favorite favorite topics. If I've triggered you talking about these three things, you need to reach out to me, please and thank you. I can walk you through how to move through your triggers with very little effort. There's a, a system that I use with my coaching clients. So thank you again for joining. Let's go into our, our final break. Thank you so much. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently? change the way you look at it. Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room 
at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back. I'm so glad that you were here with me today on Inspired Choices Network. Uh, And again, the show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Before we went to break, I talked about the difference between uh, being offended and being uh, triggered. And that when you're triggered, it really is uh, someone who's mirroring back to you things that maybe you don't necessarily enjoy about yourself, the shadow self. You know, a lot of growth happens when we take a look at our shadow self. I mean, it's way, it's, I mean, it's way easier to say, oh yes, I'm like, whatever. I'm brilliant. Uh, I'm smart. You know, I'm great at marketing. I'm great at sales. I'm great at this. I'm great at that. And you know, what's happened is that I think from a societal perspective, we've really been led to hide our shadow selves. Don't talk about right? Um, Don't talk about the dark side. Don't talk about the shadow side, right? When I was growing up, my mom and dad um, belonged to the 12-step program, AA and Al-Anon, and I went to Alateen. And uh, one of the slogans there is, you are the sum of your choices. So I've grown up with that concept of you are the sum of your choices since I was 14 years old. And I'm so very grateful for it because what ends up happening is um, I feel that uh, there are situations that happen in my life and I don't go into blaming somebody else. I understand that at, at the core level that I made decisions and I made choices and those decisions and those choices led me to behave in a certain way, right? And that we all have as uh, my mother and Al-Anon and, a- and my father and AA would be, we all have character defects right? And the key is to really understand what those character defects are. Another way of saying that is the shadow self, right? What they are and look at how is that impacting and influencing me now? When you understand how that shadow self, right? How the character defects, you know, affect you now, you can make decisions And whether it become like a soft skill set or a hard skill set, you can make decisions about how you want to behave. Um, If you own a business and you have teammates, you can bring in, you know, team members that can um, counter influence, I guess, right? Like it might be the best word, but understand, I guess, the energy of what I'm saying. By, but it's by, by so being so truthful with yourself, being so radically honest with yourself right? Um, And being in awareness of that space so that you can make the different decisions. Uh, Beliefs are just simply decisions with enough evidence, right? So I had so much evidence to support that I wasn't uh, valued. I wasn't lovable. I was unworthy. um, That abandonment was, you know, just a part of my life. I had like tons of evidence of that, for so many years. And when I started to understand that there was a belief, a decision that was made about who I am at my core level and the, and the rest of my time on earth up until that time was to show myself, right? My, my personality, my persona, uh, that all of those things about me were, um, were based on my not enoughness. I'll give you an example, right? One time, my mom and dad, we were in business together, and my mom and dad used to say to me, you are uh, a great starter, 
uh, but you're just not a good finisher. And so because of my core wounds and core fears, I took that, which I think was meant as a compliment. And I went, I can't finish anything. And because I suck and I can't finish anything, maybe I shouldn't start anything. And I sat paralyzed in what I should do next with my life for about nine months because I was like, well, if I'm not going to finish it, what's the point of starting it? Right. And so I had to work through that, that um, limiting belief of I'm not enough. Cause that's what it was connected to. Yes. And look at it and go the, the, the belief of, or the characteristic of I'm a great starter, maybe not a good finisher is a skill set. Um, which can be developed, meaning I can develop the skill set of finishing, but I also can look at my business and go, if I'm, if I'm great at this X, Y, Z, and I'm not so great at ABC, then as an entrepreneur, I should find someone on the team who is great at ABC. That makes sense, doesn't it? So it's not even necessarily me getting better at ABC, although that might be a possibility, but I can be empowered enough to make the decision of what's next. But I wouldn't have made that decision of I'm empowered enough to make this decision if I was still in my blind spot of I'm a good starter and I'm not a good finisher. Therefore, that means I suck. And there was enough evidence to prove that I was a good starter, but not a good finisher. And I was blind to what was really behind the message of you're amazing Ranchal and you're a rock star at starting things. So go and start businesses and find people who either want to buy the business from you or collaborate with you because you're just naturally really good at that thing. Right? So the blind spots that you are experiencing are not happening to you. They're happening for you. Because the divine in you, right, the goddess in you, the goddess in you, right, your uh, source energy, divine intelligence, God, whatever word works for you, is leading you to show you what your the opportunities that you have, what you're meant to understand and heal. Because it's through your healing that your life will unfold the way that you want. But you cannot heal unless you own all of your piles of shit. So it, it, you, it, it's so difficult to heal when you're in victim mode. So let's turn that around and have you become victorious and the first step to victory is looking at your blind spots and going, what blind spots do I have? And how can I move through them? And that first piece is the awareness. Start with radical honesty. Thank you, everyone. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. Ranchell returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.